United have trouble parking the bus at Tottenham, Leicester edge ever closer to the Premier League title, Palace finally get a win in 2016, and Villa are just about down, but are they prepared for life in the Championship? I'm Dubs. I'm Peterson. And this is the Side Netting. It's week 33 in the Premier League. Already. And amazing goals this week. Yeah, quite a few. Quite a few. I would say three or four weren't, <laughs> and the rest were. They were ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, a lot of really cool techers on the show this week. That's what the EPL's about. But it is what the EPL is about. Um, off the top of your head, any really that got you going? Um Long. Shane Long. Shane Long. South, Southampton. Southampton. Yeah. He's a good one. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. There were so many good goals. <laughs> all right. Well, as we always do, kicking off the show with a question of the week. Now, the German national side, Die Mannschaft, are being immortalised in their own Lego characters. So, got me thinking... If you had to immortalise a classic footballing moment or a team or an individual in Lego form, what would it be? There's two. Okay. Both involving the same player. Okay. One. Yeah. I'd I'd have to put it to a vote to people, but one would be the um, Eric Cantona 1999 FA Cup winning goal. Oh, yeah, where he's just standing there. Yeah, just (laughs) on the top of the 18-yard box. Or the Eric Eric Cantona karate kick. (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. Oh, really? I was thinking Eric Cantona karate kick into the crowd (laughs) at Crystal Palace. That would be awesome. What about you? Um, Oh, well, you've taken taken that one off me. Um, What about (laughs) if... Um, the special Steven Gerrard slip moment immortalised ah, in Lego. Yes. So him like on his hands and, and, uh, and knees, um, Deborah Barr running past <laughs> <laughs> and, and Simon Vignard and Sacco just like off to the side. Yeah. <laughs> maybe like maybe like a little Jose like at the time on the, on the boundary line like already celebrating in his little Chelsea yeah. jacket. Or if he's missing, he could just say that he's already in the change room. <laughs> True. <laughs> But hey, maybe um, Leicester City should be immortalised yes. in Lego form. Can you imagine like a little Vardy with his little hand with like a blue cast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Danny Drinkwater and Kanto yeah. and, and Claudio Ranieri with his little Harry Potter glasses. And <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And maybe, maybe Vardy's like holding a pizza as well. Jamie yes. Vardy pizza party. And then Ranieri's handing out donuts to everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> everyone in the crowd's got like a free beer and donut. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, while we're on the topic of Leicester, um, they guaranteed a Champions League football for next season, which is a remarkable achievement in itself. Hats off. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if yeah, they're, they're leading the league. Awesome. <laughs> Imagine if they were just, like, fourth at the moment. That would itself 
be a remarkable storyline, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it would. We, that, we'd probably be mostly talking about that this season if they were sort of like third or fourth. Yeah. Going, oh, my God, they've guaranteed European Champions League football. Mm. Um, I think we sort of take it for granted because they've just been leading the competition all season. Yeah. Um, as much as we sort of can't believe it, it's sort of been a slow burn. <laughs> yeah. You've been able to adjust to it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, um, it was great. Um, apparently, yeah, Leicester... This time last year, Leicester sent out like a, a tweet, or, you know, close to the end of the season, they sent out a tweet saying, yes, we're back in the Premier League next season. And then like this week they said, yes, we're in the Champions League next season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's going to be great. And yeah, um, they'll be seeded, so they'll probably get some pretty decent teams in their group. Imagine yeah. uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and Madrid going to the King Power Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> that's strange. It could happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, remarkable, isn't it? It sounds like a um, a charity match or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, um, the Juventus goalkeeper Gian Luigi Buffon um, sent out um, a tweet to Leicester and Ranieri saying, "Oh, congratulations, Leicester, on making it to the Champions League. Um, look forward to seeing you next season." So, huh, that's good of, of him. Yeah, well, I mean, Ranieri used to coach Juventus, so there's uh, a, there's okay. a link there. Yeah. Um, but this story has just taken all of Europe. Yeah. Store, not just the Premier League. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, back to, to the game, they played Sunderland away, a potential banana skin because you, we're getting to that time of the year where the teams at the bottom can somehow manage to get like a big scalp every once in a while. Yeah. Get a three points. But they did not on this case. Yeah, they? I think last week we both predicted a 1 0 win. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, the second goal came in the 95th yeah. minute. So. Jamie Vardy's second goal. Yes. That was great. <laughs> um, it'd been a while since he scored a, go- a goal. Yeah. And then he went and got two. two. Yeah. Um, really good effort from him. And uh, yeah, Ranieri was in tears post match, wasn't he? You could, just, <laughs> you could see the emotion like really starting to get. Yeah, tell I think as it's becoming more of a reality, yeah, then maybe they're getting a bit more comfortable with the feeling that okay, it's actually happening. Yeah, like it's getting closer and closer to the end. It's going to yeah. get harder and harder for him to just take it game by game. Yeah, yeah. Surely he's looking at that finish line. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they all would be. So, yeah. I mean, we we've mentioned before that they're probably treating every single Premier League game like an absolute cup final. Yeah. And I think that's what Ranieri's doing by playing his strongest team every single week. I mean, he's playing the same 11 yeah. week in, week out. Well, while mathematically they could still lose, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like that they'd still think they have nothing to lose, even if they don't win the league. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, if it did go pear-shaped, which I don't think it would. No, I'd, I don't I'd, think either. I'd, They'd have to go on a horrible... They would probably have to go the rest of the season with only, like, one win. Yeah. <laughs> one win from five. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think it'll happen, whether it's in the next two games or three. Yeah. I mean, depending if results go their way. Well... It could get even done earlier. They're playing Manchester United shortly, so that's at least a guaranteed win. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, especially if um, Van Hal's playing Ashley Young as a... A striker, yeah. but we will get to that a bit a bit later. But um, uh, with um, Leicester coming towards the end of the season, there's been a massive demand uh, for tickets for their last home game of the season against Everton, yep. where they would probably get the Premier League um, title. Um, apparently, tickets are already being scalped online for £8,000 each. 
<laughs> uh, that's a lot of money. It is. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I think it's technically illegal as well. Scalping is. Scalping is. Yeah. But, I mean, it's weird. Like, they have these like these ticket resale websites. Like, we have them here in Australia. Yeah. Um, and that's how I managed to get my Chelsea tickets last season through yeah. one of these websites. And, yeah, they charge an arm and a leg, but £8,000. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's there's a difference between making, you know, a tidy profit and simple exploitation. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, yeah, you sort of got to feel for the fans that, you know, have been there all these years and then are missing out on a ticket because, you know, yeah. um, they maybe they couldn't, get hold of one in the end or, you know, yep. they simply just can't afford it. Um, what if the King Power Stadium had a free match? What do you mean? So the last match they play that would guarantee them the win, what if they just said free tickets? Nah, they wouldn't do that. Nah? Nah, football's a business. Yeah. you got to make money. Are they going to upgrade the stadium? If I they don't win? know. Put a few more seats in there. Uh, they'd be silly to do it, like, sort of on the back of something like this. So Yeah, true. Um, depends sort of what their average ticket season holders are. So yeah. apparently they have, like, I think it's seven or 8,000 tickets available for, like, not, like, for members on match day. So, they, so you have, like, season ticket holders who have, like, almost a reserved seat for every game. Yeah. And then there's, like, 8,000 where, like, members can bid. Is that, like, the... Um... At the MCG, uh, for the members, they... similar. Yeah, yeah, similar. So, uh, but yeah, obviously supply demand. Just yeah, basic economics. Yeah, <laughs> um, where there's a dollar to be found. But um, they did head out to a ten point lead after that win because Tottenham still had to play. Yeah, and interestingly, for the rest of the season, Leicester always plays before Tottenham for the rest of the season. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Um, you know, it's going to be this game of cat and mouse at the moment where, you know, Leicester could get out to a big lead, Tottenham can pull it back. Yeah. Leicester get out to a lead, Tottenham pull it back, vice versa. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we saw um, Tottenham absolutely – well, Van Hal says they played a good away game until they conceded three goals in seven minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah I think the whole day was pretty pear-shaped once – the game was delayed because the bus was stuck in traffic. Yeah, yeah, they got. I think they got fined five thousand pounds. Yeah, for being late. Um, it's strange that they would get to the ground so late. Like usually, teams are there like hours beforehand. Yeah, because um, you got to do all like your proper preparation. You got to do your, your stretches, your exercise drills before the game. Yeah. So it's really bizarre that they would get there so late. That's not like they've never played in London before. They yeah. would play there, you know, half a dozen times every single season at least. I think they couldn't figure out who's playing and who's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I heard on um, one show that maybe Van Hal was telling the bus driver where to go and he was saying, go sideways, go backwards. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like constantly going like backwards and sideways <laughs> around London and around circles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but interesting that, you know, they're looking for potentially a new manager like Jose who's known for parking the bus. Yeah. Probably would have come in quite handy yeah. <laughs> in, in that coach. I don't know. I actually, I watched the highlights. So I actually missed this game, but... Maybe a good thing. Yeah, I'm happy I didn't waste my time. <laughs> um, interesting though, um, 
the young kid, I always get his name wrong, uh, Fensu Mensah. Fuso Mensah. This twice in a <laughs> twice in a row now I've said his name wrong. I thought he was actually okay. Yeah. But then Van Hal took him off for Damian. Yes. I uh, believe he had an injury. Oh, he had an injury, yeah. did he? Because um, I sort of like got was in and out of that game. I, I wasn't watching yeah. it that closely. Um, that sort of changed the dynamic of the that's game. That's when almost. the goals started coming. Yeah, that's yeah. when they started coming. And I you know, the, the first goal came on that side too. Um, terrific cross from Christian Eriksen. Yeah. Um, you, you look at the science behind how he got the ball to, um, who was it, um, Deli Alley. Yeah. Um, he's behind the United um, defender, yet he manages to bend and whip the ball around to yeah. Deli Alley. Um, it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a pirate type of kick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, it was sort of like a tap turning on. They, the goals just flowed so quickly, and and with that, um, Pochettino missed the third goal because he nicked down to the toilet. Oh, really? <laughs> after <laughs> after the second, after Alderweireld's goal, um, quickly went down into the change room because Tottenham practically scored again from the kicker. Yeah, and he came out and everyone was celebrating. Because normally it's that three minute all the other way around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they asked him. They said, "Oh, did you know there was a, a goal scored?" It? And he said, "I oh, when I was in the bathroom, I heard all the crowd go crazy again. And I thought, oh, we must have got a goal or a penalty." Yeah. <laughs> So uh, that that was uh, quite funny. Pretty good work if you're a manager. Just, I'm just going to go to the bathroom, come back, yeah. go up. Yeah, they, they got this. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they're on top of it. But uh, um, amazingly, Tottenham's first win at White Hart Lane against United since 2001. Can I put that into perspective for you? Yes. The last time that we lost, 2001, Deli Ali was five. Really? Five? Age five. Oh, my God. Yeah, when you put it like that. That's like... That's that like, makes me feel old. Yeah, that's like saying uh, the last time... I, I'm pretty sure I've got this right. By the way, I've got a correct fact from last week. Okay. But uh, the last time Liverpool won the Premier League, David De Gea grew up and won it himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That is crazy. Um, oh, but, as one of the facts you're going to talk about, you were talking... I, I listened back to it. Um, you're talking about uh, Dennis Irwin's first goal in yes. the Premier League. Yeah, it was 1993. 1993. Yeah. Yes. 92, um, 93. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't realise until I was listening back. That's that's all right. Yeah, because I half thought about it. I'm thinking, I'm sure it's that long ago, but it wasn't. <laughs> I, maybe I just got lost in your eyes while you're talking. <laughs> it just went over my head. But um, interesting, there was, you know, before the games, they always have the cameras in the tunnel. Yeah. And you don't usually get anything that amazing. It's usually just the players lining up. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of banter with the mascots and a couple of highs and pats on the back between, you know, the Brazilians on yeah. every side. The players looking at the little kids going, I wonder how they got in here. Yeah. Um, Interestingly, the cameras caught the um, the linesman and, you know, he was standing next to the, the, the first official and he was like psyching himself up for the game. He was like, <laughs> like doing his stretches and he was like doing like deep breaths and like sort of popping his eyes out and cracking his neck and all the players are just like, standing really still and he's just like, hoo, hoo, like moving his shoulders around and like cracking his neck and Jesus. looked like he was about to go run through a brick wall but uh, interestingly but also in that game now I mentioned before Ashley Young playing as a striker has Van Hal just completely lost the plot hmm. why do you play your striker on the wing and you play your winger as a striker for 30 minutes people listening can't see this, but I just scratched my head. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. It's 
crazy. I don't know. <laughs> he just he he seems to almost put like square pegs in round holes just for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the simple option there is okay. Well, yeah, Marshall, even though he's better out wide, okay. Well, he's a natural goal scorer. Put him up front. Ashley Young's a natural winger. Yeah. Put him out wide. Like his his theory was he wanted more run from the players. Like Ashley Young can run. Yeah. <laughs> He'd probably run better out on the wing where there's more yeah. space. He's he's. I actually don't mind him as a left back either. Um, yeah, he's had played left back before yeah. as well. Like, because he always and he tracks back, but he always ends up, at you know, at the, the yeah. front byline. He's got the fitness to go box to box. Yeah, uh, so I don't mind him if he's yeah on the left wing or on the, the yeah. left back. Uh, but yeah, I, I noticed this game as well uh, with the highlights that Daily Blind was just crap. Yeah, I, he got walked all over. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a few times that United defense sort of got. Caught like statues, yeah. Um, but also with that, with that three and a loss, lost United lost a bit of ground for that fourth Champions League spot, which was a little bit detrimental this weekend because Manchester City won and, and Arsenal picked up a point as well. So yeah. um, five games to go, no guarantee that that United. I don't, yeah, I don't think we're gonna. <laughs> that said, I mean this come next match week, you've got two games in the one week. Mm. I think they're against was a Watford and Crystal Palace at home, and we've also got West Ham in and the you've FA got, Cup. Well, West Ham at West Ham yeah. in the FA Cup tomorrow morning. <laughs> Andy Carroll coming off a three goal. Yep, the the ponytail Jesus. Um, yeah, I don't. It's not looking good for us. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it's sort of pointing towards a, a West Ham yeah. win there. But um, Ro- Rooney did play in the other twenty ones. Ah, so he's half. Back, yeah. Um, Paddy McNair. Paddy McNair. Had a goal. He had a goal in the under. In the under 21s. Yeah. So I don't know why he doesn't play more often. I don't know. I'd, you'd rather put Paddy McNair than Young in the striker position, wouldn't you? You you would think so. Hmm. Um, anyway, let's have a look at the cleverly award of of <gasps> the week. <laughs> We'll need to get some theme music for that next season. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe just a Tom Cleverly like highlights package. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you see anything in Match Week Thirty Three? No, no. <laughs> um, I noticed uh, in the what was it the sun? I'm, I'm going to mention your tunnel thing with the ref. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah, the yeah. ref. <laughs> um, you just got potted by Dave. Um, Fabio Barini in the Sunderland Leicester game came on as a sub to try and win the game or get a goal for Sunderland. Um, he had a few shots at goals, but he managed to connect on one of the shots, but the ball went straight up into his face. He actually <laughs> kicked the ball into his own face, <laughs> which is a lot harder to do than how it sounds. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it was That's quite, <laughs> it was really funny because he did it at like full pace too, so. That's strange. Yeah. Maybe that's why some of the players have to wear Batman masks. Because they in training kick the ball. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny next week we see Barini in, in a face mask. Yeah. Uh, I thought, oh, that's funny. I thought that was pretty funny. But um, anyway, moving on to um, Fantasy Football Corner. <sighs> you have a big bloody grin on your face. Yes, because I had a good week this you have, week. Still going, technically. They're still Has Everton. Ever- oh, okay, they haven't played yet. They play tomorrow morning. Ah, okay. Yes, in their makeup game with Crystal Palace. Yes. Uh, so you, you've done okay so far. Yes, and I I don't have any players left to play. Yeah. But uh, I did concede eight points. 
to transfer. Okay. So I put a keeper in. Yep. Um, and I put... So you made three transfers then? Yes. Oh, wow. So one one free and two, <laughs> two cuffs. Still got 68 points. Yeah, minus eight. So 60. 60 points. Oh, do they not... When do they come off? Uh, when the week's finished. Uh, let's get taken off your, like, total. So it'll show up that you got 68 points, but if you uh, actually calculate yep, yep, yep. the score that you've moved up in, in our league, yep. it'll only be 60. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because you have an A point Have they ta- been taken off yet? No, not yet. Because the rounds, it's the week's not finished yet. Okay. That is why. That makes me slightly less happy. Because <laughs> I'm one point now in front of Benjamin. Ah. So. Well, ben, I noticed Ben did a similar thing to me. He loaded up with Everton players. Yeah. And he made Lukaku triple captain. So if Lukaku does anything decent tomorrow... It's going to get triple five. Ah. And he also has, I think, um, he has Ross Barkley in his midfield, but he's injured, so he won't be playing. Ah. And he has, I think, the Everton goalkeeper, which is very similar to what I did. So if Everton have a good result... Keeper for, is it still Howard? No, it's uh, Robles. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's replaced Tim Howard at the moment okay. as Everton's number one. So, yeah, at the, at the moment I'm having a crap week, but if Everton and... More importantly for me, Lukaku. Yeah. If he can have a half decent game, he'll do really well because I made Lukaku captain. So, so because you used your wild card, you can't use any of your other. No, not okay. this week. Next week I can. My my idea was match week thirty three. Use my wild card. Yeah. Get my team ready for match week thirty four, where you know ten teams play, um, or oh, more than ten teams. So play an extra game. So I can get as much points, yep. or as many points as I can, I should, I should say. Um, I was looking at the top transfers in and out, as I usually do, as it stands. And no surprise, it's really reflecting um, for the double game weeks. Yeah. Um, so top transfers in at the moment, Awobi from Arsenal, who I noticed you bought in. Yes. Very good decision. For Ozil. For, you did that for Otsil. And he scored. Yeah. <laughs> but Awobi still had assists. Awobi had got, two assists, yeah. so technically he did better. Um, Plus he got bonus points. Because I already had, because I had um, Ozil, Czech, yeah. and Bellerin. Czech's out for like basically the season. Yeah, so yeah. I've, che- I've moved him now. Yeah. Um, so I had three Arsenal players, but I felt like I had the wrong Arsenal players. Yeah. So I've just switched them up. Yeah. Awobi's a good decision. I... I was mucking around with my team while I was doing my wildcard, and a lot of the time I did the same thing. I actually moved out Otsul for Awobi because yeah. he has been playing and scoring and assisting. Um, in the end, I sort of got a bit of cold feet. <laughs> I wanted like a guaranteed starter. Yeah. So I, I kept with Otsul in my 11. But yeah. Which is not a bad thing because he's got any... Well, he, I mean... So. I think Otsil got the first goal in, like, the first 10 minutes yeah. against West Ham. So I was thinking, oh, okay, well, I made the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> um, little did I know Arsenal was going to crack the bed. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the other top transfers in, yeah, so Awobi is the top one at the moment, followed by Martial, then Alexis Sanchez, De Gea, and Bellerin. So, Martial's interesting. Well, not necessarily, because looking at match week 34, United, their two games at home are against, yeah, Aston Villa at Crystal Palace. True. So, like, you know, I say two definite or at least one definite win there. Mm. Um, I dare say they should win both yeah. if they want top top four football. Um, so, yeah, you know, people looking at De Gea going, oh, well, United can easily keep two clean sheets. Yep. 
uh, bringing him in. So same with the Arsenal players. Arsenal are playing um, Crystal Palace and West Brom at the Emirates. Yeah. Um, and yeah, top transfers out. We're seeing um, Marco Anatovic, Ross Barclay, Jack Butland, Mares and Kane. Which Mares hmm. and Kane is a real surprising one because yeah, they don't have two match two matches in yeah. game week thirty four. But their consistent scorers, especially mm. Harry Kane. Like, yeah. I mean, I know Harry Kane didn't score on the weekend. That was probably his first, you know, match in four that he had, hadn't picked up a goal. He rarely goes multiple games without scoring. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Spurs are playing Stoke, and Stoke are very suspect, suspect, to, <laughs> to susceptible to goals. Susceptible. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that was. I thought that was really strange. Yeah. Like, for me, Kane and Mahrez are non-negotiables. Yeah. You just keep them in. I mean, maybe you bench, like, Mahrez. Like, if you've got a midfield that's, you know, you've got four midfielders that are playing two matches in a week and you've got Mahrez. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Bench Mahrez so your midfield is packed with two double game week players. Yeah. Um, that's what I plan to do next week. Um, so, yeah, I use my wildcard... Pretty much jacked up my team from match week 34. So I've, um, I looked at these fixtures. I studied them intently. Um, I brought in Smalling into my defense. Yep. For, you know, they should keep two clean sheets. Smalling is their starter. Um, also brought in Jesse Lingard because he was a cheap option in midfield and he should feature in both games. Yep. Um, I know he hasn't scored in a while, but I'm sort of thinking against Aston Villa and Palace, yeah. there may be opportunities there. Yeah, surely um, Van Hull thinks yeah. it's Aston Villa, let's play an attacking game. Yeah. Um, yeah, other players I bought in. Yeah, I bought in um, Lukaku and Aaron Lennon. Ah, yeah. So Aaron Lennon tends to play a lot more at the moment, having a lot of shots at goal too. So, you know, hopefully in these next, next few games, hopefully tomorrow morning, <laughs> for yeah. my sake, he can pinch a goal or two. Um, are you thinking of doing anything drastic ahead of the double game week? Uh, well, the changes that I made for week 33 carry over to quite a lot of players okay. playing two games anyway. Ah, that's good. So I feel like I'm pretty safe as I am. If yeah. I have another week, like this week, only there's more teams playing twice, Yeah, uh, I should do pretty well. Yeah. I don't think I have any United players, but I can't see any room for movement. Yeah. Uh, the only, because I do have a couple of Leicester players, so I probably could get rid of one. Might be one. worthwhile, maybe. Uh, do you have one in your defence, do you? Uh, Simpson. Simpson. He's on the bench, though. Okay. But that means I'd have to take off, I'd have to almost put him in, just so I can trade him out, so that person... Oh, can play. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I feel like I'm safe the way I am. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to leave. Okay. See, um, the other thing for Match Week 34, this will be my... Triple captain button week. Um, stupidly, I used my bench boost a few weeks ago when I started to panic because I was like still fourth or fifth yeah. in, the, in the league. Um, ideally, I should have kept it for this week. Yeah. Um, but that's not the case. So, so what have you got left then? Because you've used bench boost, you've used wild card, so you've got triple captain. I've got triple captain and I've got all out attack. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. But it doesn't really make sense for me to use all-out attack because, yeah, with Arsenal having favourable fixtures at home, United having favourable fixtures, yeah, um, even 
Man City, even though they're playing away, you know, against Chelsea and Newcastle, they could easily keep clean sheets in both of those two. So, yeah, I will be using my triple captain next week. Um, keep changing my mind about which one. I'm thinking of going with an Arsenal player. Yeah. With, you know, the games against Palace and West Brom, whether that's Otzel or even potentially Hector Bellerin as a bit of an outsider because mm. he has been killing it in fantasy yeah. the last month. He has been picking up goals and assists from defence with a clean sheet. So if he can even just keep two clean sheets, that's like 12 points. Yeah. Then triple that. Whew, decent score. But, yeah, maybe someone like... My, my thought was always Otzel. Yeah. Triple captain Otzel in game week 34. You know, hopefully two 90-minute runs... Clean sheet bonuses, bonus points. He'd be the more, most likely to score an assist. True. And pick up, he does tend to pick up bonus points too. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that. Yeah, something I'll be thinking about quite mm. intently. I don't think I'll be making any trades yeah. because I'll probably want to move out a few of the players. Because in match week 35, um, Everton don't play. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a couple teams that don't have a game in match week 35, so I'm probably going to have to... You know, store up my free transfers. Yeah. And then, yeah, try and move out my players, get enough so that I have a 11. Yeah. And then hold out to the rest of the season. Exciting! <laughs> <laughs> now for the relegation fight. Yes, the bottom of the table. Aston Villa lost to Bournemouth. Yes. One, two. Yeah, um... It was interesting. Um, this week was the reverse fixtures of the first round of the season. Um, and Aston Villa actually won away at Bournemouth in the first round of the season. So, yeah, yeah Villa were in the top half of the table for one week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, interesting, though, this time Bournemouth turned the tables on Villa. But one of the biggest news coming out of this week was, yeah, mathematically Villa aren't down just yet. Yeah. I mean, they they are, but <laughs> yeah. there's still like a point zero 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 chance yeah. that they can stay up. Um, but um, the big news coming out was Villa have redesigned their club badge for yeah. next season. Um, at the moment, their club badge is just like the the light blue background in the shield with a line, and underneath it says "prepared." Yeah, it's basically it. Um, their club badge for next season is a redesigned line that looks a little bit more scary. It's and got claws now. I feel like a I've seen bit. this. It looks more yeah. like a traditional one. I, I put it up on the the Facebook page. Yeah, it's and right. they've dropped out the word "prepared." <laughs> so they're preparing for life in the championship by not being prepared, <laughs> if that makes sense. Strange. Strange. Do you think maybe Strange they should decision. have gone with a different word? Uh, yeah. Like hoping? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this could be a, a question of the week. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's strange. That That's... We don't have faith in our team. Let's cement that with taking off. Yeah. <laughs> Part of our logo. Yeah, so like, hey, don't worry about the league table. Hey, look what we're doing next season. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, um, Crystal Palace finally picked up their first win of the season, which was um, pretty amazing after about four months yeah. <laughs> of football. Um, they got a 1-0 win away at Norwich, which was in height, well, now that we look at it, a massive result for them because Norwich were starting to close the gap on Crystal Palace. And yeah. Crystal Palace just keep, like, almost in quicksand. They were just going down really slowly. Yeah. Um, so a massive result for them against a team that's right near them. 
Southampton 3, Newcastle 1, silver lining goal, but still not enough. Second time we've seen um, Andros Townsend score an absolute belter. Yeah. When it doesn't matter. <laughs> He's doing his best for, um, you know, to put himself in the shot window when Newcastle yeah, go yeah. down so that he can move to another club. But, um, yeah, it's yeah not looking good at all for Newcastle. They, they have a bit of distance to get to, like you know, one spot above them, let alone get out of the relegation zone. I just can't see it happening. I, whenever I see Newcastle play, I just think, poor John Joe Shelby. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> don't feel sorry for him. <laughs> um, what, that's a, was it his decision to go to Newcastle? Or was yeah. it like the only... No, nah, it was his decision. That's... Don't worry, he'll have a, a clause in his contract that says he can leave if they go down. Yeah. All the players that moved there would have that. Yeah. All the players that went in January would have stipulations in their contract. But, um... Um, worst news for Newcastle is that they lose Daryl Yanmat, the, the Dutch defender, yes. who um, did his hamstring in this game. But also, he was that frustrated when he got into the change room, he punched the wall at the St. Mary's Stadium and he managed to break two of his fingers oh, in doing so. So, not that you play football with your hands, but yeah, yeah. he's going to be out injured with a a hamstring and two broken fingers at the moment. Maybe he's thinking, well, if Vardy can do it, <laughs> I can do it. Maybe you'll wear a magic cast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He'll actually just knock Vardy out, take his cast off, yeah. and put it on. Um, looking at the the race for the European spots at the moment, um, West Ham and Arsenal kicked off a remarkable game for this round. Um, a three-all draw. Crazy game to start off the, the fixtures, wasn't it? Yeah, looking at it, like we said before, 10 minutes in, the game looked like it wasn't going to end. Yeah, it looked like, oh, Arsenal got a comfy lead here, they're just going to see this out. And then pretty much in, what was it, injury time, just about injury time, yeah, yeah in the, at the end of the first half, they scored like two goals in a minute. <laughs> um, so yeah, the divine ponytail, Andy Carroll. Yes. Get him on the plane to Div- the Divine Cornrows. Cornrows. <laughs> Does he go to the Euros? It was funny. As soon as he he scored, like his hat trick, like on Twitter, there was a lot of dress going. Oh, you know, let's wait to see how long it takes for all the news reports to start saying. Does Andy Carroll deserve to go to the Euros? <laughs> and yeah, within ten minutes, you know, all the big sports broadcasters were doing it. Yeah. You know, should Andy Carroll be in the England squad? <laughs> it's clickbait. Yeah. Click, <laughs> you know, you know, one swallow doesn't make a summer. He, he tends to do this. He'll score goals in spurts and then do nothing for quite a while. But yeah. um, what was sh- absolutely shocking for Arsenal was that they just could not deal with Andy Carroll at all. Mm. His physicality in the box caused them so many problems, didn't it? Yeah. And they, they even block his shot and yeah. he still gets a goal. Yeah. Um, is, is he... Because he's not left-footed, is he? I'm not too sure. I think he's right-footed, and he scored that half scissor kick Yeah, his left foot. Um, But he just absolutely bossed that Arsenal defence. He was getting over the top of them. Yeah, he was just moving them like ragdolls. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I think once that first goal went in, they got, like, really flustered. They couldn't deal with it. But um, it almost summed up Arsenal this season in that they just get into a position where they look like they're going well, and then they do the Arsenal thing. Yeah. Where they manage to, you know, steal a defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting. Um, their goalkeeper, the Polish goalkeeper, Szczesny, 
who's been out on loan at Roma this season, was um, saying that he hopes that Leicester win the league this season because it's a great example of underdogs getting up. Not the type of thing you should be saying when your employers are actually still fighting for the title, (laughs) I think. (laughs) Man City 2, West West Bromwich, Albion, Futsal Club. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No real surprise here in Manchester City getting the win. Although they had to come from behind to do it, which is a little bit strange. Yeah. The, the penalty by uh, Aguero was yeah. not that great. He scored, but well, kind of a... Interesting you say that. He's had a few problems with penalties this season, and I got up very early this morning to watch the Champions League game between Manchester City and, and, PSG. and PSG. And, yeah, he missed his penalty. Really? Yeah, he put it wide. So um, maybe To the right? Uh, yeah, to the right. Okay. So maybe he's got the jitters at the moment. Yeah. Just can't seem to... To nail his penalties, but um, Samir Nasri yes, making his Nasri. first start. <laughs> um, got, That's a show name. <laughs> he um, got a winner. Yes. Netted the winner, scored a goal. He was pretty pumped up about it. Very happy to be back playing football after almost 12 months out. Yeah. Um, not shy about his ability is Samir Nasri, and he was saying that he hopes that he's around next season with Pep Guardiola because he, he says, quote-unquote, that... Pep will be a lucky man because I will be hungry next season because <laughs> he's missed so much football. Yeah, um, Nazri was saying that he's like he can't wait for the first day of preseason training. That he is a, a Guardiola type of player where he likes to play the ball and that sounds uh, like he's talking himself up for a job. Like, yeah, please keep me. Well, almost like he knows he's not going to be staying if Pep co- comes in, mm. but. It's almost well, like a backdoor job interview. Well, I mean, the strange thing is he signed a contract extension this year while he was out injured. So, I mean, he's a very good player when yeah. when he's fit. It, yeah, we just haven't seen the best of him, obviously, for the last 12 months. So um, probably the good thing for him is he won't, he definitely won't be in the French national side because he probably hasn't had enough time to impress um, was it, Didier Deschamps, the French manager. Yeah. So he'll have that that period to actually just rest up, recuperate properly, and then go into preseason training at like hundred percent ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. So good for him. We'll see whether or not Pep keeps it or not, not might be a different thing. <laughs> Pep might have heard these quotes and just laughed to himself while he was smoking a cigar. Yeah. Again, yeah, you tell yourself that, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, other results that really don't have any difference at this stage of the year Swansea got a 1-0 win over Chelsea which was good for them they basically guaranteed their spot in the Premier League now Yeah, another Gilfie Sigurdsson yes. goal which of course after I took him out of my fantasy side um, Hitting's first loss in the Premier League hmm. so his streak is over um, but that's alright he's, he's done his job yeah he's basically yeah. been using this time to experiment yeah. With his side. Um, he did play the American Matt Miazga again in central defence, but dragged him at half time. Okay. Um, he obviously wasn't happy with his performance. Um, but personally, he wasn't the worst of our defenders. So yeah. I'm not quite sure why they made him the scapegoat. But Falcao played. Falcao came. I com- almost completely forgot he was still existing <laughs> as a yeah. human being. Um, came out, really didn't do much, but hey, that's Falcao. Yeah. Um, interesting. Um, obviously, the talk that Terry won't be around next season. 
Um, apparently the word is Conte wants Terry at Chelsea next season. Conte's a very defensive-minded manager, and obviously he still sees Terry as, you know, he might not be the like the physically the best anymore, but yeah. he can still organise a defence. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, a, a lot of the style that Italian teams play is, yeah, defensive. They can sit back and absorb pressure. Terry can definitely do that. He doesn't need pace for that. He, he's got the football brain to do that. Yeah. Um, and we've seen in the past, when he was at Juventus, he bought... Andrea Perlo when he was like 32 I think at the time he bought into Juventus yeah so that seemed to work for him but um yeah apparently he wants to give John Terry a two-year deal mm. which I think JT would jump at but it also goes against Chelsea's current sort of standard where once a player is over 30 31 they only get rolling one-year deals yeah so we'll see who seems to win out of that between Conte and Chelsea so is this Next season? Yeah, next his season. His last season? Uh, no, Terry's well, or this season? At the moment, yeah, this is Terry's last season. Okay. Because what does he do if he doesn't say Chelsea? Well, he's made hints that he's not quite ready to finish football. Yeah. But he's he definitely won't be playing in the Premier League. Yeah. So you could almost see him like going to America or... or I, I can't see him going to a place like China. Yeah. I mean, he would command a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, maybe he would go the... Option of yeah, going to America, commanding a lot of money. Um, the climates were uh, better to play in. Yeah. Um, not as demanding. You don't play as many games. Yeah. So that may be that may be an option, or maybe he uses it to go into coaching. Yeah. He has been doing his coaching badges the last few years. That's obviously he has spoken before that he wants to be at Chelsea in a coaching role one day. Yeah. I mean, he's the club's longest serving captain, so. <laughs> Um, be strange to get rid of all that experience and, and passions. Yeah. Um, although sometimes we've seen, you know, the best players don't always make good managers. <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> uh, but also, um, Liverpool got a 4-1 win over Stoke. Pretty yes. comfortable for them. Divock Origi, the Belgian. I loved his second goal that he got. He scored it from the sidelines. He ran at the defender, did quite a few tricks, and he's just gone for goal. He's curved it in. Um, the thing is, I think the the Stoke keeper has thought that a Liverpool player was going to run onto it and header it, so that might maybe uh, what, okay, might yeah. have confused him a bit. Because um, Moreno got a great goal too. Moreno got a great goal to start things <laughs> off, and of course that's because I took him out of my fantasy. Oh team. really? Uh, yeah, but not that I would have played him. <laughs> um, interesting. Moreno celebrated his goal by getting a new tattoo. Um, he's got a lot of them. Was it the um, Villa brand new logo? <laughs> no, was it? <laughs> um, how's this for random? He got a tattoo of uh, a chimpanzee in a suit with headphones on, like Dr. Dre beat headphones, like holding up a smoking pistol. Is that not the most random thing you've ever heard That's of? That's pretty random. It's really random. I mean, I wonder if it's going to be one of those things that a few years ago is, hmm, maybe not my best decision. Yeah. <laughs> maybe... Villa should take that as their logo. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought that was pretty random. And yeah, Watford and Everton played out a one-all draw. So yeah. Watford being Watford and Everton being Everton. <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty much cancel each other out. Um, but let's have a look at the fixtures coming up. Um, at the moment, yeah, tomorrow morning we have the FA Cup replay, which we touched on. So United will be going to West Ham. 
in a massive FA Cup replay yes. um, to book a semi-final ticket to go to Wembley. Uh, you think West Ham? Uh, I think United because I have hope still. Yeah. Uh, if, if we were to win this match, it would explain a lot yeah. um, of our Premier League season so far because I think that Van Hull's, I don't know what you call it, tactic or whatever he's concentrating on, if we could win the FA Cup, he might not get sacked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think you said that he's walked from previous jobs. Yeah. So I wonder if he's trying his best to win the FA Cup. Maybe, yeah. Hence that's... playing young as a striker. <laughs> um, and then he can walk with his head held high. And he gave it a shot. Yeah. He's like, well, I got you some silverware. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm reaching here. So. <laughs> oh, I think West Ham win this. Yeah. I, I think do. they're really up for it. Deep down, I know. <laughs> and yeah, the yeah, then also tomorrow the Premier League game at the same time will be Everton and Crystal Palace. How do you, or Crystal Palace hosting Everton, I should say. Uh, I could see a one-all draw. Yeah, you just... Although Crystal Palace finally got that win now, the monkey's off their back, yeah. or on Alberto Moreno's body in this case. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll go with. I think more out of hope for my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah. Everton win. Yeah, with uh, Lukaku seven goals. <laughs> oh, if he gets seven goals, I've got to catch it. I'll do a nudie run. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, let's have a look at yeah game week thirty four, where we almost have two rounds in one because we have a lot of midweek fixtures. So kicking things, kicking things off, uh, relegation six pointer, Norwich hosting Sunderland. I think uh, Norwich will take this. Yeah, don't know the score, but I think Norwich will win. I don't know. I look at Sunderland and they've got that capability to. Sc- they're not doing it at the moment, but yep. they've got the players that can score goals. I think this might be. Uh, a draw. Yeah. I think this will be a score draw. Seven all draw. <laughs> Seven all. <laughs> um, Everton Southampton. Uh, despite my answer, it's not because I want to see your team <laughs> not get any points because I got no hope of catching you in fantasy. But I think Southampton might. Yeah, take I, this. I think Southampton. I think yeah. Everton are playing a lot of games at the moment. Yeah. They seem to be playing two a week. Um, for like they'll be playing four games in. Two weeks, so yeah, um, yeah. I think Southampton as well. I think Everton might start to feel a little bit fatigued and a bit leggy. Yeah. Um, Man United, Aston Villa, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Newcastle, Swansea. John J. Shelby Cup. I reckon this. I reckon this game is just about it for Newcastle. If they don't get a win out of this, that's that's it. Like yeah, start. You know, chiseling out the tombstone for Newcastle, they're done. I, I don't think they'll get a win either. No, I can't see them getting a win here yeah. either. Uh, yeah, maybe when you a got draw. Got in there. You, you <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe a draw for that. Um, West Brom, Watford. Who knows? I'm going West Brom. Yeah, why not go West Brom? Watford seemed to be on this slide in 2016. Um, yeah. Uh, Chelsea, Man City. In I'm, years gone past, this would be an absolute blockbuster yeah. title decider. I'm hoping Chelsea. 
Look, to, to be honest, I think the way Chelsea are playing, yeah. which isn't flush It's just at strange because they came off the back of a 4 0 win. So you, you would have thought their hope you know, or their. But it was against today. Aston Villa, that four goal yeah, win. True. So, um, true. Look, I think, um, I think Manchester City. Yeah. Get the win. Yeah. I th- Manchester City are playing for top four. I Ch- don't think it'd be my... I reckon it'd be a 1-0, though. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean, the only way would be, like, a draw, I think, at best for Chelsea, would be that they're just, you know, playing yeah. for pride and just want to dent Manchester City's yeah. top four chances. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really affect Chelsea. Yeah. They'd, they'd already be looking at next season, especially yeah. with getting the, the new manager in. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Manchester City still need to fight for top four. Yeah. Um, and they're that, also still in the Champions League. Yeah, so. that, and they've got a Champions League <laughs> semi-final, so a lot of players would be playing for you know, to keep their spot. Yeah. Um, interesting, Kevin De Bruyne scored again this morning in the Champions League. Yeah. So he's, I think in the four games he's played since he's come back, he's scored in three. Did he play this match going in the Premier League? Uh, he featured. I don't know okay. if he started. I can't remember if he started or not. Yeah. Um, Bournemouth host Liverpool. I think Liverpool. You think Liverpool? Yeah. Oh, you know, I think Bournemouth. Yeah? Yeah, for the same situation, I think Liverpool taking their foot off, I don't think they'll get a European spot. Yeah. Um, they'll also be coming off the back of, they've got the Europa League quarterfinal return league against Borussia Dortmund on well, Friday morning Australia time. Yeah. So that's basically all their focus. They need to, they want to win that and go on a, a big cup, cup run. Yeah. Um, I'll go with Bournemouth. They seem to be playing really well at home. Yeah. At the Vitality Stadium. <laughs> um, Leicester-West Ham. This could be a good match. Yeah, this could be a very good match. Yeah. I'm going to say Leicester 1-0. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it could be another Andy Carroll show. Oh, it could be. It could be. Although they are playing again. So, see, that's the advantage of Leicester this season is they're playing one match a week. It's almost been their benefit that they got knocked out of all the cups quite early. Yeah. Um, where they've just been able to solely focus. Ranier has been able to put out his strongest team yeah. every game. Um, so, yeah, I, I think uh, a Leicester 1 0 win. Okay. Yeah. Now, next season, who are the people that schedule all their matches? Some supercomputer that they have. <laughs> supercomputer. <laughs> That's right. true. I reckon they're gonna. <laughs> I reckon they're gonna have to get a computer for their computer <laughs> to schedule their matches. <laughs> they're gonna have so many. They're gonna not know what to do. Um, Arsenal, Crystal Palace. Yeah, I think you'd have to uh, say Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah. Um, Stoke Spurs. I think Spurs win this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Spurs have to win this really. So, because um, they may be looking at that, going, okay, well, West Ham are going pretty good. If they can get a win against Spurs and we win. Suddenly that that gap goes from seven to four. Yeah. With four games left, you know, there's still hope. Yeah. So while there's still breath, they have to keep keep fighting and keep attacking. Um, Newcastle Man City. Do they have a Champions League match in between their two matches? Uh, no, no, okay, they don't. Then City. <laughs> yeah. Um, interestingly. Last time these two teams faced, I think Aguero got the five goals. Oh, really? Earlier on in the season. So, do you have Aguero? At the moment, I do. Yeah, okay. yeah. He's been very handy. Um, also, on a side note of that last time that he got the five goals, I actually traded him out that weekend. Yeah, I think so I, I missed that. out on him. So <laughs> it's probably my worst fantasy decision move in the history <laughs> of time. Uh, that just shows how bad I was at the start of the season. <laughs> um, West Ham Watford. I think West Ham yeah. got the win. 
Yeah. Um, Liverpool, Everton, Merseyside Derby. Liverpool. Liverpool? Yeah. Um, Liverpool. Uh, yeah, I'll go Liverpool. See, yeah. I feel like Everton will be tired. Yeah. Just, I, because I can't see them changing up their, their players. But then to, again, so Liverpool are going to be pretty tired too. They're going to be playing Friday morning, then, what is it, uh, Sunday... They'll be playing Sunday and then playing again, um, like Wednesday. Yeah. So that's that's a lot of games. That's three games in basically a week. Midweek games, yes. <laughs> uh, Although it's tough at the moment because they're on at like, you know, five a.m. or quarter to five. Yeah. Yeah. I I I can honestly see Liverpool would change up their team to accommodate their matches, whereas Liverpool, uh, Everton. I thought I, I think would just send out the same players every week. And make the same every mistakes. Match. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I think Liverpool. I think Klopp will. Be, you know, this is his first Merseyside derby. Yeah. As Liverpool manager, he'll get that team up for it. I think. Um, United Crystal Palace. I probably think we'd lose this one. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Nah, I think United. United have to win. They still need to fight for top four. So. Uh, but they're not doing a very good job. <laughs> they're not doing a very good job at the moment, but they still need to keep yeah. going. My, I think my theory stands is that Van Gaal is Dead man walking. Yeah, he's concentrating on um, on the FA Cup. Because uh, if we win that, like, I don't think he cares. I think he knows he's gone either way. I think he season. knows he's gone, yeah. So I reckon he's just trying to get some silverware before he finishes up. Yeah. That's I, my theory. Look, I still think as bad as United have been this season, I still think they beat Crystal Palace yeah. at Old Trafford. Um, but I, Crystal Palace have so many Spartans, though. Oh, <laughs> With oh, all the, their beards. The beards. <laughs> yeah. um, and then finishing off the double game weeks, the midweek fixtures, we've got Arsenal, West Brom. I think Arsenal. Yeah, I'd have to go Arsenal. Yeah. Although it's the type of game you could see West Brom getting like a one 0 win and Arsenal fans storming out and <laughs> yeah. you know, protesting Wenger out and all that jazz. So, although um, again, similar thoughts to Liverpool, like because Arsenal, even though they've had injuries, they've kind of kept their head above water a little bit. Yeah. Um. So they're capable of switching up their players in order to accommodate more matches. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That basically rounds up the. 437 games that we've got coming over the next week. Question for next season. Yeah. Liverpool. Yeah. Do you think they're a big threat next season? Because Klopp came in kind of halfway. Yeah, uh, Klopp came in before the January transfer window and really didn't add much. Yeah. They got Stephen Corker (laughs) as a defender (laughs) who actually played as a striker. Yeah, but... Because he's going to have pre-season training with them now. Yeah, true. He'll probably have his ideal targets that he'll want to bring into the club. Yeah. Um, no, we'll have to wait and see. Look, I think they will get better. Yeah. But they, you know, he's been working with this squad for most of the season. Yeah. Um, they're still basically mid-table. Yeah. How much better they can do. They'd probably have to overturn, yeah, a lot of that team to get it at a quality that he would probably like yeah um, what about you what do you think I think he's gonna I think that'll be a threat next season yeah yeah only because uh, he said 
things that he said he's wanted to do, like the high-intensity football, that kind of didn't come off to begin with. Right, yeah. But then as they started getting used to playing his style, they started to get a bit quicker in the game. I could actually see it. So I reckon with some preseason training, uh, they're going to fall into a good rhythm. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Wait and see. Uh, but Time I'm just so interested to see how Leicester will do next season. Champions League football and Premier League. Defending their title. They'll probably win the Champions League. <laughs> and then I would the love club. that. Then they'll go to the Club World Cup. They'll win that too. Yeah. yeah. I would love that. Uh, uh, because we're getting closer and closer to the end, uh, table-wise, yep. uh, do you think they'll? it'll be pretty much the same? Uh, look, I think... Mid table will you know may shift around a little bit, but we're not going to see too much. Um, I, w- I would love it if if Spurs lose <laughs> a, a match. Um, do they play twice next week? Uh, no, this Spurs only Spurs and Leicester only play once. Yeah, I would love it if they if Spurs lost and Leicester won. Just a, it, it's funny it, in this amazing season that we've had, where there's you know so many unbelievable things happening, almost the. The one almost definite this season is that Leicester at, at, at the top of the league. <laughs> yeah. Um, quite comfortably. I mean, down the bottom, there's you know still a chance that Newcastle and Sunderland could get out. Yeah. Top four is open with you know five, six teams all battling for you know three spots really. But yeah, Leicester seemed to be almost the only concrete thing that you could say. Look, yeah, they're going to finish top. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when United won the Premier League by eleven points. And that's huge. Yeah. And they're almost there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just crazy to think about. It's funny still that Chelsea are only 10th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bizarre. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe my brain's just used to it now, but... Yeah. If this happens again next season, maybe a completely different story. <laughs> I may be like on Suicide Watch or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Safe to say, though, West Ham probably won't make Champions League. Well... I mean, it's possible still. Yeah, they're still in the race, so they have to keep going. Well, that is the show for this week. Thanks for listening, as usual. Thank you, guys. Also, as usual, if you want to get in contact with us, you can go to sidenettingpod.com or you can go to our Facebook page, which is uh, forward slash sidenettingpodcast. Yeah, something like that. Just like a sidenetting podcast Uh, You'll find it, and we are on Twitter at sidenet underscore pod that is correct we will see you next week see ya